Welcome to the Art of the Dive. Marco and Jake are out. I got Nick here. Nick, how's it going? Oh, yeah. We taking over on this one. Yeah, This go. is our new podcast. They still get 80% of royalties, but uh, we're slowly chipping away at that percentage. They get to go on vacation. We do all the hard work, record a podcast of which we know nothing about. That is true. I haven't watched soccer in weeks. I haven't even watched the USA game because I don't care about the USA. Yeah, they're pretty bad, so who cares? Not worth our time. No. Exactly. Watch good soccer, like Watford. Oh, yeah, that was a great game. I love having Hodgson back. Oh, uh, yeah, great Hodgson game. That uh, was very fun to watch. A lot of action, back and forth. Yeah. Hard-nosed English football. Nothing better. Nothing better than some rain. Zero-zero. It's fantastic. It was like the first clean sheet in a year. Love it. That was the first one? I think so. It's been a long time. I think they went through like four managers who didn't get clean sheets. And then that's amazing. Yeah, just bring him in. He's he's just he's he knows he has the secret formula to get your team on track. Yeah, he just locks it all down, just like we're doing with this podcast. Woo! That's right. We're locking it down. It's yeah, our podcast now. Lock it down. Yeah, the Jim and Nick show. So I've uh, I've been thinking about my podcasting abilities as the host, and I realize I'm pretty terrible at transitions. I'm not like Marco, who has 500 podcasts of experience. So I think I'm going to try something different today, where instead of transitioning, I'm just going to ask you a random question, Nick. All right, here we go. All right, perfect. So to start off our first section, let's go with what is the strangest thing in your fridge? Uh, I, I mean, without going and looking in the fridge to figure out the answer to that question, uh, let's see, probably some Taco Bell fire sauce from about four years ago. So, you know, when you go to Taco Bell, you get like the packets of sauce and for whatever reason, I can't throw them away. Like, you know, I'm never going to use it. It's been there for four years. It's just fermenting. I, I can't get rid of it. So fire sauce that is, yeah, extremely old at this point. Maybe I'll use it someday, though. You never know. So you can't get rid of it. You can't miss that opportunity. Exactly. It's just like FPL. You can't miss the opportunity. That's right. So speaking of opportunity, let's talk about our teams. Ah, what a transition. (laughs) This guy, he's done it. How'd your team do in this three-week-long game week? Yeah, I kind of forgot that FPL existed over this last whatever long game week period it was. But my team actually did okay. I mean... Relatively speaking, I got 37 points, so normally that'd be a pretty big stinker, but I green arrowed somehow. So let's see, I'm currently ranked at 127,000th overall. I think I moved up about 6,000 spots. Had Ramsdale get a return. Uh, Diego Dallo was a, a big differential for me. I've been holding him on my team. He was one of those like stupid transfers that I made, and then it kind of has paid off recently where Ragnarok's He's feeling good about Diego Dallo. Uh, and then I captain Dennis. So that was the uh, the big moment for my team where I was like, I'm going to make up some ground here, do a little differential captain. There's no good options, nothing obvious. And Dennis goes and collects a red card in the first of the two games that he could have played in and ends up with a minus two. So, uh, you yeah, know, all things considered, it went okay. Yeah, the Dennis move is, I think a lot of people like brought him in. His effective ownership was at like 110, 120, something like that. So 
when he got the red card, I was kind of pissed, but then I realized I didn't captain him because I captained King. I got all three points. Awesome, right? So oh, yeah. that's actually helped me when he gets negative points. It was great. Big fan of that. It's kind of weird how that worked out, but the, the thing is, I don't think I would normally have Dennis in my team, but Marco does not have Dennis in his team. What? And he, but, he does? Well, okay, so when I does. brought Dennis in, he did not have Dennis in his team. And Got he it. was complaining quite a bit about, you know, the whole FC As grass, usual. FC stats. Marco's mm-hmm. a big stats guy, looks at all the numbers, had King in his team. So I was like, I'm going to bring in Dennis because it'd be funny if he returns and then Marco gets mad. So that's where we are. And it did not work out so well this past week, but we move, you know. As Jim says, we move. We move. Are you going to hold those guys, those Watford guys? Because I have Dennis and King. And they'll probably double, uh, or they are doubling in 26 against Villa and Palace, and they might double in 27 against Man U and Wolves. So it's kind of like King and Dennis suck, but they could get me four points in back-to-back weeks. I'm not sure. I'm going to see. So, Jao Pedro, for me, is is the player who looks the most threatening. And I know, you know, Dennis was not in the game. So it's it's really hard to draw conclusions from one situation, but Hodgson also changes kind of the whole the the tactical approach to their game, and I'm I'm a little worried about Watford's attackers and whether or not they'll get enough chances for them to be worthwhile. But they're so cheap right now that it's it's worth a hold, right? Like who else is going to be around five five point five mil and potentially get returns every now and again? So that's kind of my thinking. There's just like. Who cares? They they don't cost very much. Hold them. If they stink, try to move somewhere else. But I found that putting money into forwards this season just hasn't paid off for me. So I'm I'm kind of going with the budget strikers right now. Yeah, usually like the strikers rotate their use. So usually you have to change it in and out, you know, between like Calvert-Lewin and Antonio. But this year it's like they've all been stinkers, which is great because we need depth this season because of all the games getting canceled and injuries and everything, AFCON, all that fun stuff. Speaking of AFCON, Sar is coming back. So now they have King Dennis, Sar, and uh, Jal Pedro. So I don't know what the minute distribution is going to look like. Not really. It, yeah, it's a tough one there. I don't know. Maybe wait and see what happens. But it might be the time to move off of Watford assets. It's just Dennis has been one of the top strikers this season and followed closely by King, right? So how can you say no to a value play like that? That's true, Nick. That's true. But the real question is, would you rather have 10 hobbies or one passion? What's the difference between a hobby and a passion? Well, like it's like being good at something. It's like a jack of all trades and a master of none or a master of one. Uh, I think I'd, I'd, I'd go with the passion. Right now, I feel like I have a lot of hobbies, but it'd be really cool to be passionate about one thing and be extremely good at it. What would it be? Um... That's a good question. I don't know. Maybe making furniture. That's like, what uh, you, that would that be your full time job then? Just making furniture. How cool would that be? You just like out in the woods, cutting down trees, milling them down into usable lumber, crafting like, beautiful furniture, desks, chairs, you name it. This guy's slinging it out. Living the Amish lifestyle, you know, just off the grid, except for the grid that you need for power, and selling your stuff. So. On the grill, making furniture. Yeah, Yeah, that would be pretty cool. People pay a lot for wood furniture. It's it's surprising industry. I don't know. What if it's crap furniture? 
like if I make bad furniture, like I'm yeah. passionate about making bad furniture. How much would that sell for? You still make a living? It's, uh, it's unique. The thing is, like, if it looks good, people will pay a lot of money for it if it's real wood. Oh, so you just, it, like, paint weird stuff on it and, like, it's artistic now. Now it's worth $2,000. You don't even sit on it. Yeah. Someone taped a banana to the wall and sold it for, like, $200,000. So I think, you know, you could be okay making crap furniture that looks interesting. That's fair. It doesn't have to last. That's well played. Well played, sir. So my team got 35 points. Uh, I have an OR of 374K. Uh, pretty, yeah, not a whole lot going on. I got six from Mount, eight from Ramsdale. Uh, that's my team. We move. C. All right, it's one Nick. of those weeks. The week sucked. Just move on. It's just a bummer that it lasted so long, you know? Seriously, it was just pain for three weeks, which, I mean, I guess FPL's pain for nine months, but just drew it out this week. Cool. Um, let's get into the teams. Discord team, how'd they do? Uh, I have that up somewhere. They got 31 points. Captain Cancelo. An OR of 11K, even though their game week was 5.6 mil. That's crazy. I was just looking at their team. They have a squad value of 105.5. I'm at 103. That's absurd. They have an extra two of value. They can get like players that I wouldn't even, hey, couldn't even imagine to get. I'm at 106.1 right now. What the fuck? What of it? I How spent you... all the beginning of the season trying to build up value in my players. Nice. Just an investment banker over here. Yeah, that's my strategy. You know, I can afford like an additional Dennis for my team at this point, but yeah. I have to sell Sala, so it's it wouldn't work Worth out. It. Worth it. Yeah, like, I mean, man, you coming up with that double in 25, and I was like, I'd, I'd like to get Rashford. I think that's a good option, or, but I can't afford Bruno, can't afford uh, Ronaldo. So, like, maybe Rashford, but I still can't even get to him. So I think the, I, pricing, the pricing system in FPL is garbage. Like, I think it's just to, a, a lot of Man U fans, so they jack up the price to screw like them. Like, the, the FPL admins are all Man U fans, and they've set up the budget accordingly. Is that what you're saying? Right. Or, like, maybe they don't like it, so then anyone who, all these Man U fans are overpaying for these bad assets, and then that's how the admins can advance and look good. Yeah, I, I, I'm i there with you. Yeah. Collusion. Nice. I think we all need right. an investigation on that one. Yeah, we'll have to bring in a specialist. Looks like, all right, Discord team this week, since it's almost over, they're already going to move Alonzo to Dinge. They're going to Captain Cancelo. Um, I don't know. Aston Villa have some decent fixtures here, but they're, they don't have any doubles confirmed. There's, they might double in 27 against either Burnley or Leeds, but it seems a little early to be bringing in a Aston Villa player when there's plenty of doubles in 26. Yeah, it's not like they're uh, worth a bunch of money or something where you couldn't afford them on that game week or they're going to rise a bunch. Are, is Aston Villa or is it Burnley the one that the team that has like four games in hand because they Burnley. just stopped playing over the December holiday? Yeah, Burnley will double in twenty six and probably in twenty seven as well. So bring in Weghust. Yeah, is there anyone anyone on Burnley that you're interested in? Vut Weghust. Yep, he's probably on pens. He's got a cool name. He's giant. Vut Vut Ah yes, Vut Weghust. Yeah. Yes, the Dutchman. He's gigantic. He's he's like a carbon copy of wood. I thought that was hilarious that they brought him in. Yeah, like half the price. It's yeah. great business. Great business, great business on their part. Yeah, well done. Well done to them. All right, Nick, so you're in a room with your doppelganger and $2 million. What happens? 
Is this a question? This is a question. Yeah, this is my transition. It's like is, what happens in the situation of... Yeah, um, what do you do? What do you do? Two million dollars, you and you, in a room. What kind of room is it? It's uh, em- it's uh, it's your like, bedroom. Oh, uh, my bedroom. Door's closed. It's locked. Two million dollars. One cell phone. One cell phone? Hmm. Ooh, Are you going to go... You're going to go with the murder route? Try to murder your doppelganger and take the two mil? Yeah, is that the scenario? Like, your options are kill your doppelganger, take two million dollars, split, split it with it. him, give mm-hmm. it all to him and kill yourself. Uh, I don't know. Were there other options? I don't really know. I, I don't know. Yeah, I th- I'm a pretty uh, uh, benevolent person, and so I'd probably say, hey, you want to split this two million dollars? 50-50. And then because it's you, the other one would be thinking the same thing. So you'd say yes, and I would do the same thing as you did. So that's... Oh, Doppelganger's not like a, the exact same person. It's not your clone. It's like a person who looks exactly like you. They could have a completely different personality. They could be cutthroat. Oh, so it's like from a different reality slash dimension kind of a deal. So they could no, be evil. It's like someone who looks very similar to you. That's like Doppelganger. Like That's it? Oh, Okay. <laughs> If you say, oh, Jim, I saw your doppelganger the other day. It's like I saw someone who looked exactly like you at the grocery store. So it's just like you and another white dude are in a room together. What happens with all this money? Oh, then you have to kill him, right? I mean, yeah. (laughs) No, the answer is no, you don't. (laughs) You just split it. (laughs) You walk out together. All right. Yeah, it's kind of a weird scenario, but sure. Yeah, I guess I I try the, the... I tried the split it with him first, and if he didn't agree with me, then, you know, we'd uh, have to sort it out violently. <laughs> Perfect. That's what I wanted to hear. <laughs> All right. We got to clean up some stuff from the last pod. Marco and Jake were talking about the transfers, and they didn't talk about the two biggest transfers. So we got to talk about Kulasvesky. Kulasvesky? Kulasvesky. 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 We'll get a nickname for him. We'll clean that up. He went from Juvie to Spurs. That's going to be a good move. Conte already called him a wing back, which is fantastic because everyone's a wing back to Conte. Um, any excitement about him as an FPL or actual player, Nick? So I'm going to be honest with you here. The only thing I know about this guy is from FIFA, the video game, the soccer okay. video game. FIFA's um, great. Last year, this guy got a, I think he got like a Future Stars card. He was highly sought after. Anyways. So what I know about him from FIFA is he's got some pace, he's got mm-hmm. some size, mm-hmm. and he's mm-hmm. he's got uh, the athletic ability. But beyond that, I have no idea how he slots into the the Spurs lineup if he competes. I think he's a right wing. I'm not really sure, but I, I don't know if he competes with like a uh, Lucas Mora or you know if if he goes straight into the starting lineup or if he's just going to be one of those youth players that they bring in and try to develop over time not really sure about that whole situation yeah i don't he might be a wing back he might be a winger who really knows i'm not interested in as far as an fpl asset goes but as far as fifa goes they employ like seven thousand scouts like across the world who just like put in their opinion for like below minimum wage so FIFA ratings are like public opinion, essentially. So it's not like a bad system to use as far as judging a player. What else are you going to use? Right. That's at, that I, has that much detail and that many individuals watching the players. 
We used to joke about like Claudio Ranieri just using FIFA rankings to recruit players. It seemed like every player who ended up when Claudio Ranieri was at Leicester had like a pace of over 95 in FIFA. So we're like, do you think Claudio just goes on FIFA? He's like, sort by pace. All right, I want that guy. I want Musa. I want Vardy. I want Mares. All those guys who are super fast, get them on my team. Uh, yeah, with, with Kulisevsky, I think with most transfers um maybe aside from dina it's like do you just take a few weeks and see how they're utilized i i i don't think there's a need to jump on any of the transfers you know there's no no bonus for early adoption i think you know you just gotta wait and see what happens with these players same with Diaz. yeah especially with the big team yeah lewis Diaz is our next we're getting to from porter to liverpool um, also forgotten about Jake and Marco. Well done, guys. Very proud. That's why we are running this podcast this week. Um, I don't think he's going to do anything. I think he's going to be kind of like a backup in that Minimo role. And I'm not, as far as I feel goes, I don't care about either of these guys. And if they do become nailed, then like we'll wait and see on that. So I don't, I don't think it's worth talking about. I think Poole's got a great scouting system, uh, a little bit more advanced than FIFA. A lot of their big signings have all worked out. Um, so they, I, I, Yeah, they've made some really good good moves recently and obviously i'm partial because of being a fan i think diaz is going to have a role similar to that of some of the backup players right now for liverpool mm-hmm. and then we'll see if there's rotation with Mane. i could see you know maybe moving forward they try to get diaz more more playing time and and rotate some games Mane plays and sometimes diaz plays but all it really does is probably reduces Mane's value I think that's yeah, about it. That's a fair point. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't, but I think that's long term stuff. I think Mane is pretty nailed. I yeah, whatever. Who cares? If you could change your name, what would you change it to? Max Power. Max Power. Oh man, I'm a big fan of uh, what's that vampire show? The funny one where they live in Brooklyn. What we do in the shadows? Yeah, what we do in the shadows. Jackie Daytona. Oh, I thought that was the best. <laughs> that was the best name. I was like, oh, if you can pick any name, Jackie Daytona. That's Jackie amazing. Daytona. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. It's yeah, so that annoying. episode was ridiculous. Just bartending yeah. in some Indiana or something brings the yeah. volleyball girls to state. Yeah, uh, state championship. What a digression. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. No, I think. You have to have a, a name that speaks uh, power, authority, like something that rolls off the tongue. So uh, Simpsons episode, Homer changes his name to Max Power after he sees that name on a hairdryer. Nice. And he, uh, he he joins the Springfield elite with his with his new name. So I think something like that, you know. Yeah. Uh, Hollywood movie stars do it all the time. Like uh, Natalie Portman, whatever her name was before, it was like Bethilda Heigelspiegels or something like that. Like, obviously, you're not gonna get a movie role with a name like that. So you gotta, yeah. you always gotta change Spice it to it something powerful. Yeah, I, I like the idea of using like a city name, like like uh, Jimmy Seattle, right? Yeah, does that do it? Is that a good one? Jimmy Seattle. My uncle's work? the king of Seattle. Yeah, that's why uh, they named it that. Yep. What are the other uh, good city names? Vancouver. Vancouver? Like what? Marco Vancouver? Yeah. That could work. Like could Vancouver's work. the first name, like Vancouver, Washington. What about Tallahassee? Is that too long? That seems more like a like a lady name. I don't know. Okay, okay, good, good. It just has more of a I don't know. A flair to it? 
Yeah, something. Something. Got it. Miami. Jimmy Miami. I think that could work. You're like a big party guy. I live there, so that doesn't (laughs) work. Yeah, that's true. Um, Yeah, that's that's deep thoughts. Deep Deep thoughts thoughts. from Jimmy. Something to consider. Yeah, something to consider. Well done. Anyway, FPL. Top transfers in. So everyone's bringing in Dinge. They're bringing in the JF for the double. Laporte, because Diaz can't do anything offensively. Whoever plays next to him was Laporte Stones is going to get offensive returns. Uh, Coutinho, also easy schedule. And Edouard has that awesome double in 26 with a couple of easy games beforehand. So I think those so guys are... What's the deal with, with uh, Dinja and Coutinho? Just people are excited about these players? Like... So Leeds play Aston Villa, Newcastle, Watford, and then they might double against either uh, they'll play Brighton and then maybe Burnley or Leeds. So like that's that's a pretty sexy four games there. I mean, Jimmy Miami's intrigued. Ooh, okay. Yeah. So it's it's kind of their upcoming schedule. Villa's got some good good matchups. Yeah, and it's kind of like the excitement. Like we don't have enough data to say they're not good assets. And in, in the ninety minutes they've played, they looked good and were offensive probably against a bad team. So. Yeah, I love yeah. the non the non statistical like narratives of like Gerard has turned Villa around and has turned them into a great team. So I'm going to go with Dina, who has done terribly for Everton. I mean, it's Everton, but mm-hmm. uh, you got you got some evidence there that maybe he's not like the best player. The best. Yeah. Well, I don't know. The narrative is the fun part, right? It's all about the story. It's about saving the the women's high school volleyball team and fundraising their trip to state. That's true. Yeah. Uh yeah, I just I'm it's going to be one of those situations where probably like Villa assets bang and I'll be really bitter about it because I didn't I wasn't one of those early adopters and I'll be mad because everyone's really excited about them and it'll just work out regardless yeah. of kind of like the underlying stats. Well, Palace but, is in a similar boat where they have Norwich, Brentford, and they double against Chelsea and Watford, and they play Burnley. So, I mean, you could also go with Gallagher or Eduard, and, like, that's a for sure double, hmm. probably also going to do well. Good targets? Maybe, maybe Gallagher's the move. I don't know. He's been... People have, like... That's a good name. They've lost... Yeah. Connor Gallagher. Gallagher. Because it kind of sounds like Galaxy. Like, it has, like, a, a strong presence. Gallagher. It's true. That's a good one. That's a really good one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe some of those Crystal Palace assets. I don't know. I'm. You got my wheels turning a little bit where I'm I'm looking for Intrigue. not the excitement, but the, the proven assets. And I have not had Gallagher in my team all year. And, um, you know, I know he's he's got the data to support his performances, so... Maybe he'd be the move. I don't know. Yeah, I still have Mount in my team, so I was looking at that. But my issue is that in gaming twenty six, there's so many good fixtures. So I don't. If I'm doing it primarily for twenty six, then that means I would have to be benching like Bowen, I guess, because I, I Bowen and Cancelo would be on my bench. Is that good? I don't really. I kind of want to. So target, you're saying like, bench boost twenty six? I mean, you got triple captain Sala. That's the obvious choice. Everyone's doing it. All the cool kids are doing it, but. There's so many good fixtures. I don't know. Like, when else would you use your triple captain? I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's like... Leicester's triple game week? But that's not going to happen because they got knocked out of the cup today. 
Oh, man. FPL's so complicated. I just want to, like, you know. Set it and forget it? Yeah, relax. I don't want to put all this effort into it. Yeah. I mean, I, I've just been looking at names to try to find other cool names, and there's not much besides Gallagher. Like, Van Dyke, not great. Cancelo is, like, cancel. All the English people just have generic names, like James, Cody, Robbo. Who's that, uh, who's that tall guy from Chelsea? What's his name? Plays like center mid. No, no, no. He's, he's Ruben. No. What's his name? Ruben Neves Saul? Not him. Uh, Kovacic, Conte. Oh, Ruben Loftus Cheek? Yeah. Loftus Love a good Cheek. hyphenated name. Yeah. Those, those can be good. They also can be bad, though. There's some pretty bad ones. But Loftus Cheek, that's a good one. The Cheek, Cheeky at the end there is, is a good one. Um,. Like Bowen's not great. Tiago Silva, Ramsdale, that's something. Yeah, because Ram's in there, so it's like Ram, like oh, Ram, yeah. like Smash Ramsdale. What about Vardy, Jimmy Vardy. No, nah. doesn't work. I think Max Power is probably the best one. It's a contender. It's a contender. What about alliteration? You big fan of alliteration, like a Phil Foden. Ah, that's yeah, that's a good one. Memorable. Yeah, that's the important stuff. That's the important stuff. Uh, let's see. All right. Anyways, I should probably transition now. God, we've been goofing off so much. I don't know if I can do another question for you. Uh, speaking of max power, if you could have any superpower, what would you choose? Transition. Uh, that's a good one. Uh, I think invisibility. That would be cool. Because you're a fucking creep. Yeah, I'm pretty antisocial as it is, so I don't. I would prefer just to like never be recognized. Just go to the grocery the store, like no one sees me. Don't Got have it. to like your kid can't even like, see you. Excuse me, I'd like to have those bananas, but you're in the way. And I can just grab the bananas and push the person out of the way, and they will be like, "What's going on?" Oh, Ghosts it's a ghost, and then yeah. it's America, so they just start shooting everywhere. Well. Yeah, maybe uh, maybe invisibility isn't the one. I don't know. Maybe bulletproof is. I don't know. Yeah, my work did this question, and I was like, I was at the last one, so it was like thirty people. One, it was terrible. It was the longest thing ever, and it was useless. And everything was already said. So I was like, how about I'll just live for everyone? Everyone's like, wow, you have to watch your family die, and you're really lonely. <laughs> like, all right, you know what? I, I love the, guy the superpower conversation. Everyone just breaks down every superpower, like. Oh, you want to talk to animals? What's you, the humans aren't good enough for you? Oh, oh you, think you want to fly? Like, oh, Ever you heard can't of an fly? Airplane? Yeah, yeah. Lasers for eyes? What is that good for? You could do uh, what is it called? Soldering. You could like create metal objects really fast with your laser eyes. That's useful. What do you got against that? I, I'm yeah. I don't have a I don't have a dog in this fight, so. <laughs> I, uh, you know, if you want to have laser eyes, you can have laser eyes. If you want to instantly put people to sleep. What if I want to have cool toes too. for fingers? Um, that's not a superpower. <laughs> <laughs> Could be. Could that's be. just like a uh, body. Uh, what do they call it? Demorphism or something like that. <laughs> I probably should get surgery for that. I'll have to find the right... Fingers or toes. Oh, man. Marco and Jake are going to be so mad at us. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to lose all those things. That's fine. (laughs) 
That's what we're here for. Follow us at FPL Dive on Twitter if you want more grade A content, like what's found in this podcast this episode. And if you're a first-time listener, just know that this is not what we normally do on these podcasts. It will be, though. This is the yeah, if evolution. you want more of this content, you let us know. Hit the subscribe and like button down at the bottom of your window there. Yeah, And window. let us know. Leave us a comment section there and let us know what you want to hear about next. I got one. I got one. Cash. Maddie Cash. Oh, yeah. That's like a grifter, like a loan shark. Like, hey, Maddie Cash. Flipping yeah. his coin, you know? Oh, yep. you need some money? <laughs> Maddie like, Cash, got your back. Sitting in a booth in like a dark corner. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I like that one. I like Cucarella as well. Not as smooth, but it's a great name. Yeah. So any plans? What are your plans for these doubles here? Uh, let's see. So I'm uh, an admitted casual fan of soccer and a pretty casual FPL player. So I'm just going to... I'm going to be straightforward and tell you that I haven't even looked at the future game weeks. Like, I don't even know. I I barely knew that there were games on Tuesday until the text came through this morning. Like, there are games Tuesday. We need someone to do the pod. It's like, well, I'll do it, but I don't know anything about FPL. <laughs> so, uh, I have no there. plans. The thing nice. is, I rely heavily on you, Jim, where you're like, okay, this guy's got a double. This guy's got a double. You're going to want to pick up whatever asset so this is how i trick you yeah what do i need to know and i just make stuff up so i'm i'm like our listeners you know mostly casual probably maybe some hardcore fans but like you know give us the inside scoop who are the teams we're focusing on well so i think if you're planning 26 triple captain sala the end and then as far as bad fixtures go there aren't really many so i don't think we should be focusing on 26 i think we should make a transfers for the next two weeks for Man U and Brighton. I'm looking at Varane. Probably I'm going to bring in for Alonso. I think Brighton's got Cucurella, who gets a lot of bonus points and some offensive potential there. Um, you can even go with Mapai. It's not a bad option. If you still have Man U guys, you're going to want to hold them. Um, 26, everyone's going to have great fixtures. Don't care. We move. 27, if those fixtures get confirmed, then we can start looking at maybe, you know, we hold our Watford Wolves with two teams that would have potential doubles in 26 and 27 leads as a possibility, all those kind of small. Um, I think that's kind of how you handle it. If you have two free hits, you're probably going to want a free hit in 27 just because Arsenal are going to blank Liverpool and Chelsea. You probably should get rid of Chelsea assets. But um, Leicester looks like we'll play Burnley now. Um, but even everyone has triple Liverpool, so there's your entire bench if you're not free hitting. Um, but there are doubles, so I think there's a lot of potential to re-hit in 27 and make up a lot of ground. So I think in the short term, a couple of weeks here, that's the way to go. Uh, it's kind of uh, boring, but it is what it is. That's the strategy. Okay, question for you. Do you think Salah's uh, effective ownership in 26 is going to be over 200%? Yes, I think it will be. So is it, in your opinion... Regardless of whether or not you think he's like, if there's a better situation, is it better to triple captain and use that chip with Salah, given like his potential, but also knowing that so many people are also going to be doing that, that you're kind of covering potential lost points if you don't do it? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think you always follow the herd kind of a deal. If everyone's doing something, it's with good reason. Like those are the best fixtures we've ever seen. This is there's no better time to triple captain him. He's probably going to blank in one and then play like 30 minutes in the other, and then we'll all be screwed, but that's fine. And then Twitter will be full of the five people who didn't do it bragging about it. 
But I think you just do what everyone else is doing. And then even though the fixtures are good here, there's still going to be a double in 36, I believe. And then everyone should have their wild cards. So you wild card in 34 or 35. You can still have a great, great team set up for a bench boost in 36. Okay. Uh, yeah, I like that thinking. So I'm looking at my lineup now. I have triple Liverpool. I got one Man U. I've got triple Man City. Got one uh, wa- uh west ham one watford one Any good Spurs, names in there one Any arsenal so like i guess my question is like what teams i don't have any chelsea assets so i'm good there right but yeah do you think uh another man u asset for example is is a direction to go and should i bank a transfer to try to get someone expensive in like fernandez versus someone who i think will play like I mean, if, uh, De Gea or something like that. Yeah, if, yeah. If you can afford it, because they play Burnley, their double is Southampton, Brighton. Then you get Leeds and Watford. So I think you definitely go with a Man U asset. And then any other any other assets you go with, like other teams. You kind of said everything really fast that I couldn't even keep up with it. But that's what I do. I just just in the short term. Just in the short it. term, Man U assets and. Yeah, I we don't. I mean, once the doubles in twenty seven are confirmed, we'll know a lot more. But Leeds, uh, with the or sorry, Aston Villa who play Leeds, Newcastle, Watford, Brighton, and then Burnley or Leeds. I think Aston Villa is going to be a good one for twenty seven. If you're looking at twenty six, if you need someone for that, Crystal Palace is probably the way to go. Um, those are the main ones. Arsenal blank in twenty five and twenty seven, but they do have a nice double in there. So I have Ramsdale and Sanchez. So I'll get my double twenty five, double twenty six. Which will be nice, but right. that's about Something to it. think about. Yeah, Rafinha's got a knock, and his doubles against Man U and Liverpool. So I mean, you should probably have him anyway. He's pretty good. Watford, who knows what the hell's going on over there? Probably just hold those assets at this point, and then get. Oh God, it's so dumb to hold them, but I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Yeah, it doesn't feel right, but sometimes you just got to do that, you know. Yeah. All right, what's your next question for me? Let's go. Let's go. Well, I was looking at names like Chaloba, meh, Decore is kind of cool, Buendia, Zaha, like anything with a James Z Madison. James Madison is like a pretty powerful name, although it's a former U.S. like politician, diplomat person. I don't know. Madison doesn't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if that's as powerful. What about like Adams? That's got a strong yeah. name, but it's not like a cool name. Che Adams. Yeah. It's tough. Names are tough. Send us some suggestions. I'm going to keep looking through this. This is what I'm going to do for the rest of the day. Anderson, Dunk, Sufal. Oh, man. Uh, what do you think? Should we, like, talk about the leagues or whatever? Like, no, no one cares about tens? No, no. We'll leave that for the other guys to handle. They they take care of that. Jake and Marco can do that. All right, well, last I question. Know, wait, 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 wait. Before we get into the last question, I just want to know... Is Bobby Love beating Marco at this point? Pretty sure he is. Dude's crushing it. Do you know what his team name is, perhaps? Uh, Wet-Ass Pookie. Ah, that fucking guy. So he's, let's see, Bobby Love's at 1480. He's overall of 11K. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think he's beating Marco. Holy Marco's shit. at like 200K at this point. Yeah, Marco's so. got 1397, so he's got 83 points on him. Dude's crushing it. Why don't we That's get him hilarious. on the pod? We, I want to have a special guest segment, I think. Having some people who are in the Patreon and, and part of the Slack channel would be fun, you know? 
You're telling me this now? You never said this before. What is I've it? never said this before? No, that you want to bring in people from the Patreon and be on the podcast? This is news to me. I don't know. I thought maybe like Marco and Jake wouldn't be down with it, but Jake now that we're in control, you know. having more people on the pod, he's always like, bring in the people where Marco's <laughs> like, we're losing the product, man, which clearly this episode, we've definitely lost the product, but you're saying we we're diluting the brand, we're diluting the dive brand exactly. they've worked so hard for for the now last five like years to establish a series, series of podcasts now. It's almost like we should have two podcasts. But then we're not going to put enough effort to keep either one of them afloat. So you get this half-assed podcast. You're welcome. All right, Nick. You've been given an elephant. You can't get rid of it. What would you do with it? Oh, let's see. That would be really exciting and fun. I think I would use it as my, like, in-town transportation. So, you know, got to go to the grocery store. Uh, Could we drive the car? Sure. But why don't we ride the elephant? Uh, okay, we need to break down our neighbor's fence because they keep throwing their stuff over the fence like the branches or something. Oh, sorry, your fence is gone. My elephant trampled it. Boom. Yeah. Where'd you keep it? Uh, I've like got a negative, garage. Isn't it like negative 10 degrees there? Uh, currently today, I think it's over over 32 degrees Fahrenheit. Whoa. I don't know what that is in Celsius. Zero Celsius for all you Europeans. Sounds right. But, uh... Yeah, I would keep it in our garage. We've got a, a garage that has like a two stories. Uh, just knock out the floor for the second story and have an ultra tall garage. Nice. We have an elephant garage. Elephant garage. That sounds pretty awesome. I asked uh, I asked my wife this question and she said, first off, whoever gave me this elephant with this situation, I'm going to tell them that they're a fucking asshole. Ah, and the second yes. thing I'm going to do is I'm going to establish an exotic animal farm. Where uh, I guess that's the only choice. So what else are you going to do with it? Eat it. But you can't get. Ri- I guess you're not really getting rid of it. It's <laughs> got it. So your option again is kill it. Okay, Nick. All right. I see where these questions are all leading to. I think before we figure out more about you, we should. You've had elephant up. steak. It's delicious. I highly doubt that. I don't know why. Oh, we. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. You know what? We're done. Follow us. Art of the dive. On Twitter, Insta, The Art of Dive, online at divefpl.com. We actually don't use that website anymore. I don't know why it's still in the template. We have a Facebook, I guess. Did you know we had a Facebook? I I don't like Facebook, so I boycott it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't use Facebook either, but I didn't realize that we had an Art of the Dive Facebook. No, just, I think it's just go to Facebook. There, just go we to don't Facebook. Have a, we don't have any, them. like, group or whatever. Just, yeah. Start a Facebook account. Share all your information. It's going to be a good time. It's great for the metaverse. Yeah, support the human lizard vampire guy or whatever. Yeah, that's how that works. Human lizard vampire guy. All right, that's it. Thanks for coming, Nick. Let's wrap it up here. Uh, I'm Jim. And I'm Nick. And remember, you should die. Okay, bye.